Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hello everyone, it's Linda Ockall-Jenner here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network with another SBCN Small Biz podcast. We have our regular guest here again today, Steve Bentley, Northern River Financial. Hi Steve, how are you today? I'm doing great, how are you this morning? I'm doing really good. Did you uh, spend the weekend um, up north? I did, and it came back on uh, actually the morning of our social, so it was a good weekend. And it was a wonderful social. It's always good to get together and enjoy being in business without actually having to feel like you're doing work. <laughs> well, I was get to get, get, got to meet some new people there too, which was great. It was lovely. Today, um, you actually had a thought that prompted me to bring this um, into our podcast today. I wanted to ask your opinion. Um, you're one of the SBCN mentors, and I know you mentor for other organizations. Um, but basically, you know, in your daily life, when you're just talking to small businesses in general, um, do you find uh, small business owners have a challenge making decisions about their business, especially in the planning stages, the early bus- early stages of the business? I think everybody has problems in the early stages of the business and even in various parts of the businesses with planning. I think they missed the point that, that it is very important to be planning not only what you're doing currently, but also going forward and how to take care of those hiccups that come along the way. Okay, so I know um, you and I have discussed this at um, at length in the past because we love to have these discussions, but my thoughts are when I started planning my first business, Motivational Steps, I knew I had to make short-term plans and long-term plans, decisions, whatever, but I knew they would keep on changing. So, for instance, um, business plans, like say we make a business plan if we're going to start a business, you know, in three months' time and we we work on the business plan, um, but we're not happy with it, should we keep on changing the business plan until we're happy with it and then it could be six months, it could be a year, or should we just do one that works for now and then revise it as we go on? I I think it depends on what stage you're at, but I think certainly, you know, it it should incorporate short, medium, and long-term planning. But I think what a lot of people focus on is with respect to the business plan is looking to the medium to long-term and not really looking to make sure the plan is actually taking care of the current state of the business. So I think that's where a lot of people have challenges. I mean, perfect example, if you're just into your business plan, just into your business, and you're not meeting your revenue projections, I mean, it obviously can cause some stress. And I think when people get so focused about just continuing looking at the business plan without really also reflecting on, on the difficulties you're facing currently. So they're going to be looking at it very short term with, with also a perspective of looking forward, but you certainly got to fix what's up front uh, if that's causing you, you know, inabilities to move forward. Yep. Yep. That makes sense to me. Now, um, when I first started, uh, as I say, my business in 2001, um, I didn't think everything could be perfect for me. I couldn't plan it perfectly because A, I didn't have any budget at all. And B, I was trying to find out 
um, I was researching, I was talking to people, I was trying to work out, you know, where to move forward with my business. So I'm not saying I didn't try hard, but a lot of, I think, whether it's a new a new business or an existing business, some people try and get it to the point of perfection, but then I think they're kind of wasting time and, and may have to go backwards. I mean, how do you feel about that? Well, we've had this discussion before because that's a very good point. I think a lot of people, they, they overplan and, and they fail to execute. And, you know, you can't make it a perfect plan. If you make it a perfect plan, your business will never succeed because you know yourself. As much as you plan, you can't anticipate everything or every challenge that you're going to face. So people who just want to wait, want to wait, want to wait, well, sometimes their business never gets launched because they never get to that point of perfection. And, and that's a real challenge for some people. And that's sad. That's a shame. So, as you know, I'm an author. Um, I've got my third book, um, the launch coming up soon. Um, I do in the in the in the world of you know writing books. I do hear people say, "Well, I've been writing a book for ten years." Okay, well, let's hope it's not you know time. You know, it's not based on the here and now because in ten years' time you know, it won't be relevant. Or I'm thinking about writing a book, but the time is never right. So is it about people being scared to make a decision in case they fail? Absolutely. You know, I, I, and we've, we've gone through a bit of a discussion on that in the past too, which sort of brought up the, the, the concept that you brought up for this morning. Um, people need to understand that because you fail is not a testament to being a total failure in terms of your business. I think I like to say to people, you know what? Failures or challenges are going to happen, and you have to look at the positive side. Okay, it happened. How do I carry forward so it doesn't happen again? Well, what are the things that I learned from it? But I think, and I said it before, that one of the things that every entrepreneur is going to do at some point, it's fail in, the, in aspects of their business, and there's lots of quotes out there to that effect. But at some point, they have to look back positively on those errors and those, those mistakes that they've made and overcome them. And, and a lot of people are, are just, oh, poor me, I can't do that, I can't do this. And if you have that attitude, then, then of course, you're never going to be a success in terms of whatever you do. You've always got to find the positive side of it. It sometimes, I think, though, I'm looking at this from both sides because I do get a bit impatient with people that say to me, you know, you don't understand, Linda, you know, I have this problem or that problem or I just don't feel confident enough. How can we, um, or other people out there listening to the podcast, how can we encourage the people who think everything's got to be perfect and plan to the last detail? How can we help them? What, what kind of tips can we offer them, do you think? Well, I think first thing is, you, you mentioned it earlier, they need to be honest with themselves as to whether they've got the potential in that particular business. I know that you did a podcast recently about what the concept is in terms of hobby businesses. Well, you know what? Some people don't go to the point of realizing, is it a viable business? And then they need to then, as you've said, reflect and talk to people and find that everybody has been in these positions before. And there's lots of people who can give them good advice. But as you, you, know, you mentioned before, some people aren't listening. And I think that's the critical thing. So they need to really draw a line in the sand, figure out what isn't working, and then talk to people and even going online and doing some reading to find out what can I do to change that aspect that could turn a negative into a positive. You know, you're so right. You always give us great advice. I do remember um, when I first started my speaking career, and nobody believes this, I was really, really shy. And I didn't really have any advice up until about 
two years after I started speaking and, and I did get a, a mentor then and, and it was awesome. Um, but I had to say to myself, is this something I really want to do? Is this my passion? And obviously we all need to, to make money. We all need to pay our bills. But that wasn't my first thought. I didn't actually plan on the revenue. And you know my story, Steve. I, I had very little to work with. Um, so I did plan, but I didn't concentrate on, on how much money I would make because it was like being an apprentice for me and, and learning my trade as I went on. So do you think it's the fact that people are scared that if they don't plan precisely and plan to perfection, um, that they may not make the money they really need to pay, you know, pay their bills? I think that's an important point. It really depends on where you're at in your stage of business, too. I, I know we've talked to a lot of people who can come out of another career and get into their own business or come out of corporate and decide to become their own boss. They need to realize it's going to be a tough go for the first little while. I think the, the, you know, the average saying is that really to get good traction and have a business be strong and move forward, it can take up to five years to get to that point. So people need to be honest in their own planning. Okay, I'm getting into this business. I can't expect to have a, a large revenue stream to start with. So what are my alternatives to help fund that time while I build my business to the point where I'm starting to make some money? You know, and I think people can pry and, and get to the point of too much perfection. Like I said before, if you continue looking for that that that, that golden sun in, in the future to say, it's perfect, I can go, it won't happen. And I think um, if we feel we've failed, to me, it's a life experience. It's something we can learn from. Um, I'm going to mention Dave, my husband. He's probably going to slap me later <laughs> So, um, especially my early days when Dave, and Dave does still help me with my businesses and is a partner in one of my businesses, but Dave would say, well, don't come to me with an idea, Linda, you know, plan, prepare, all that kind of stuff, which I do do, but Dave wanted me to write everything down and, and be very precise about it and have, you know, lots and lots of paperwork to show him about my idea. So I'm a bit naughty. I just says, well, I know what I'm doing and, and, and I've got faith in myself, so I'm just going to do it. And I've been very lucky that everything has worked. But from that moment, once I got my business up and running, I made sure I planned my brand. I made sure I planned, you know, short and long-term strategies. What I couldn't though do, though, is prepare myself and plan for, say, when I broke my ankle, when I broke my wrist, um, any operations I had to have. And people don't realize these challenges will come up and you can't plan for them, can you? Well, there, there's certain things you can do to assist if those things happen. Then, you know, that type of business I'm in to some degree. But you can't see everything. And I think even as much as you try to put contingencies in place and try to plan, things are going to come out of the left field that you're not going to anticipate. And I think you need to be able to have enough confidence in your ability, enough flexibility in your business and your business plan to know, hey, you know what? That new competitor just opened down the street and I'm losing business to them. Well, you didn't necessarily anticipate that happening. Well, what are you going to do about it? What are the changes you're going to make to try and continue to maintain that clientele? And you talk about health, you talk about, you know, people having an accident, people injuring themselves. I'm talking to a university student right now who's got a very successful good business going. And that's the discussion we're having right now. If you can't instruct or if you can't do this part of your business, what happens to your business? So you need to really do your homework and find that there are ways that you can 
you can't plan everything. You can't anticipate anything, but at least you need to find some ways of being able to deal with them if they do happen. I agree with that. And this is, um, well, I think networking comes in really well because um, the kind of help you give in, in, in one of your businesses, because I know you've got more businesses than than one, you actually um, plan um, with people um, their financial future. Can you give us an idea, say, if somebody's trying to plan for that so they can, you know, something I couldn't do, I left it too late, obviously, but what kind of help can you give people to plan for their financial future and if the challenges do occur? Well, we refer to the concept of financial life planning, which really integrates how do I live today as well as plan for the future, because those challenges that are going to come up to you today, those are important things you need to deal with. And we've got different tools that we can put in place to help people say, well, if I am injured or if I do have cancer or if I am ill, what assets or what available resources do I have or can I put in place in order to help deal with that short-term emergency or sometimes it's even a longer place where it can vastly change the nature of your life and nature of your business. So I think there's some, you know, and without getting into product specifics, but certainly it's really planning to look at there are things you can do to help deal with providing resources where a person or, or a business does go through those types of things situations. That's a really good example though. I guess there are some things we can plan for and prepare for and if you're in a really stable position and you have got, you know, uh, a bit of a budget or finances to, to, you know, to spare, that's the bit that I wish I'd have done all those years ago, wasn't able to. But it's the things like, well, my business plan isn't good enough so I'm going to keep on with it or, um, you know, now I, I say to people, package yourself to perfection, make your brand, you know, an overall thing, make it important, bring my early days. I couldn't afford to, to build my brand the way I really wanted to but at least I look professional and what came out of my mouth sounded good so that is part of your brand so I think people should stop worrying about perfection in those early days do the best they can to appear professional and basically say nothing nothing's going to be ever as perfect as I want and nobody else can do it for us can they Steve say you know if we've got the money to, to, to pay someone to do it all for us they can't make it perfect either in the sense that we will be a success and earn the money we want, can they? You know, that's a very important point. It's important to people to realize that you can engage other people to do some things for you, but they're not you. And only you are going to know if it's right or wrong. And you can only be the one that gives them direction to hopefully get to the point where they can do some of those things for you. But again, that takes money. So I think anybody who's in any kind of uh, professional business or, or business where their personality is up front and center and that's the face of their business. They got to do the best to make the message as clear as possible and as you said, package themselves or present themselves in a very specific way and make sure that carries through in all aspects of what they're doing with their business because as you know, doing something a little off the brand or a little off your personality can have some very serious impact in terms of your credibility and how people see you in the market. So you have to have a very strong position. Yep, yeah, I totally agree with you, Steve. You you talk a lot of sense, and we've both gone through the process of building more than one business, so we, we do know what we're talking about. The thing I want to leave um, our listeners with is basically we're not saying, you know, don't do your best. We're not saying don't be professional. What we're saying, you have to take that leap of faith at some time. So if you know that, you know, you're not perfect, but you're almost there, I would give it a go and I would, you know, 
surge forward and and do my best to make my business successful. Is there some uh, wisdom you want to leave with us, Steve? Well, you know, I always come back to, you know, I'm a big person for quotes, and I'm going to just use one here that really speaks to the concept of success and failure, and it's a quote by Winston Churchill, and you know the challenges he went through back in the Second World War in England. But he basically said success is not final, failure is not final. It's the courage to continue that counts. So you are going to have ups, you are going to have downs, but you've got to know you're going to continue to move forward, whatever those are. That's a wonderful quote, and I really, really like it. I'm glad you shared it. And obviously, we know um, the process we've gone through. This is why we do our best to help hundreds of people, I guess. But in the end, it's up to those people to have the faith in themselves, believe in themselves, and have the passion uh, to take it further. Time-sensitive, that was the word I was looking for earlier. When people say to me, well, I've been writing a book for 10 years, if it's a time-sensitive book, it's out of date now, isn't it? Even more today. You know how quickly information changes now. And you know what? Sometimes I think time is an excuse for some people. Either they don't have the time to do something or they continue to do it and do it and do it and it never gets done. You know what? There has to be time sensitivity in anything that we do. And that applies to our business plan because our business plan has to change over time. We change, the business um, around us changes, you know, the world changes. So if if you were going to give someone very quick advice on uh, if they do a business plan now, Steve, and they do keep revisit, revisiting it, should they make some really big changes in I know, a year, two years? Is there a time frame or is everybody different? I think everybody is different, and I think everybody always needs to be, you know, I look at financial plans, I look at business plans, you know, they're no good if you just write them and put them on a shelf and blow a dust <laughs> off two years later. You need to always be looking at the fluidity of them. You need to be looking at those things that are short-term and long-term. You need to be continually reviewing it and seeing it and modifying it and changing it. But you know what? I think the smaller things you look at in the shorter term, but certainly on an annual basis, you want to come back and look at some of your medium to long-term projections and say, are those still realistic? Are those things still within the timeline? Do we have to make some changes and think ahead? Not enough people think ahead in terms of the planning. They're just worrying about day-to-day, and that's a very strong failing point for a lot of businesses. Well, we've done it again. I think we've had a really, really great um, chat. We've discussed a, a lot of important things that, you know, our listeners, I hope, will take to heart and know that, you know, we're here to help them. We're not trying to say, you know, you're not doing it properly, you're not doing it right. We all have to do it in our own way. But maybe the time is now and we can't procrastinate anymore. That's a nasty word, but it's so true. And and you know what? <laughs> Pick up the phone, have a coffee with somebody, get somebody else's opinion, sit down and spend some time and be honest with yourself. Look at your plan. You have to find the time to do it and then always find that time in your weekly schedule to be always looking at, at other aspects of your business and not just the, what makes you revenue. Well, like I said yesterday, I do a regular podcast with Janet Benedict. As you know, you are our two regular guests. And I said, Janet, that's why we make the big money. And and people say, how do we do it? We've just gone through some of it today. We went through some of it yesterday. So take it or leave it. But it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. But the thing is, don't make your life more difficult. No. You know what? I think there's a lot of stress that people need to learn to be able to deal with. That's sort of one of the mantras for our company is you got to find your, your ability to not only be in your business, but also find time to be able to deal with the stress that your life faces in terms of whether your business, family, or whatever other things you're involved with. Because if you don't have a positive mindset, it's very hard to do anything. 
your rights as normal. I'm going to let you get on with your busy day and I'm dashing out of my office and we'll continue our lovely chats next week, Steve. All right. You have a great day. Bye for now. 